Hey there, welcome to another episode of Continuing the Conversation. Uh, We're a podcast that is based on a Discord group. We're friends that met on dmtworld.com originally. Go check that out for sure if you haven't heard of it before. But uh, yeah, we originally met there and now we've expanded to just an open Discord server where you can come and join us and have conversations about things you read, things we listened to, things we watched. Uh, just chat about it some open-minded psychedelic people Um, so come join us but this week the conversation we've had a few weeks away Uh, well not been away we've been on the discord server we've been having chats we just haven't been recording so we decided to record this week we have a story brought to us by ram deacon one of our members who uh, has been out traveling and we get an amazing tale of uh, something that happened to him out in the desert and a pretty amazing experience you gotta hear to believe we also catch up with Backpack Dan who has also been traveling and seeing the country and then we also were joined by Water Puppy and Mystic Moose who are now my homies living with me here in Vermont and Gerald and I start the conversation off talking about his podcast, the recent episode, which is the Salty Speculation Podcast. Recent episode was on time travel, which I think is a great topic. So I'd love to hear what you have to think about time travel. What would you guys do if you uh, were able to time travel? Where would you go? What would you pull? Would you do some crazy heist? Would you uh, destroy evil? What would you do with it? There's a way you can tell us, and that's to come join us at our Discord server. The link's in the show notes. Come join the server, introduce yourself, and come have a conversation with us. That's what we like to do. And uh, remember, we're not just all in this together. We are this together. (laughs) Yeah, I listened to that today. That was great. Ah, good, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it, buddy. I love some good time travel stories. Yeah, it's I, uh, it's a crazy concept. I've been uh, watching Star Trek through, and I'm now in uh, Voyager season six, and it's amazing Ooh. how many times Star Trek did it. And it's oh, uh, yeah. it's interesting. I I think I'm sure if I was a bigger nerd, I would know this, but I think they have like a like a rule you know they can do so many a year and yeah <laughs> there's there's almost a system to how they uh they do it it's quite interesting yeah a lot of the um a lot of the old sci-fi shows used to do a similar thing didn't they and it was uh it was quite funny yeah no <laughs> but you can always really you'd always tell instead of a clip episode it would be a back in time episode or some shit right exactly and it's just like i always saw it in uh in like uh comic books growing up it was like a way to do a uh episode where you could break all the rules they would just fuck everything up and then be like oh time travel yeah i always hated it I always hated it in comics, but then I love it in Star Trek to be able to like bend the rules a little bit. It's awesome. It is. It is pretty fun. Uh, uh, oh, 
I like Star Trek Discovery. Have you watched that one? No, so no. I heard oh, it come out, ooh. and my friends, everybody said it was good. So I was like, well, so it's been too long, so I'm going to literally yeah. watch everything to catch up so that I remember where the world is. And I didn't think at the time well, that that's actually like a four-year commitment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, and I'm in it's year a, three. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited to watch it. And the new Picard uh many yeah I've, I've been wanting to watch that myself actually i haven't uh, watched the new the card yet myself either yeah no one i've heard, heard, I've, I've heard that it's gotta do it all i've heard that it's good like the the first few episodes are good and then it kind of goes down a little bit but then ramps back up again so it's like mm, well, okay seems a bit weird but i'm i'm looking forward to that well i mean in all honesty all the star trek seasons did that like yeah. all of them had like a few episodes that were just god awful. Like yeah. Star Trek uh Deep Space Nine, the whole first season I think just sucks. Like it's yeah. really <laughs> hard slog. Yeah. Like it, you gotta put in the work, but then if you get through that work, it sets it up to be probably my favorite one. Mm. So. No, I, I fully agree with yeah. you on that one. Uh, Deep Space Nine was awesome, though. I did, I did enjoy Deep Space Nine. Yeah, Voyager, so Voyager, and Deep Space Nine are my favorites, I think, um, by a long shot. But that's mostly because I had those on DVD when I was growing up. <laughs> like, so because I had them, I could watch them whenever. Yeah. I used to always watch Next Generation. When I was oh, Next kid. Generation was good. That's a good one. It uh, it, it, I, I watching it like it had been so long since I had seen Next Generation because I was like I was a little kid when that came out, but yeah. like Deep Space Nine and then now Voyager, I was an adult when that came out, so mm. like it, those I remembered a little better. The TNG, there's some things that just like surprised me. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. this was in there. I was way too young to understand this concept at the time. You know what I have been wanting to watch again? I've I've been wanting to watch Stargate again. Oh, yeah. I've been in SG1, such a mood yeah. for some SG One, man. Yeah, man. I have recently but... they did an SG One uh, comic series where it was really uh, where it was actually the two SG One worlds collided. Oh, wow. And it's uh, pretty because one has I can't remember the character's name. The main character, it's a guy in one and a girl in the other, but it's the same character. And that interaction uh, is hilarious. <laughs> oh, I'd love to have seen. I, I may have to look yeah. that out. Yeah, it's a comic. I'm sure it's available online. I can find it for you if not. Well, no, I, you know, funnily enough, as you were funnily enough as you were saying that, I was going to point out something to you. Um, so my uh, Google playbook thing um did an update the other day um yeah. and it came up with uh syncing about 140 files and i was like i don't have 140 files to sync what the fuck's going on and it turned out it's basically every single pdf or ebook you have ever sent me over the past three years <laughs> that, that has somehow become lodged in my phone's memory and i wasn't aware of it all started syncing into that playbook and i was like oh look the Oracle has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So it's like, so all this shit, shit is just it's back again. Yeah, there's tons and tons of stuff that I have definitely sent over the... Over oh, the 
You've sent me a library's worth of stuff over the years, man. <laughs> Have you read it all? I've read quite a lot of it. Um, like th there was a lot of stuff that you sent me because it was things we were talking about at the time, so it was like a valid interest at the time. Yeah. And then um, I, I read stuff like literally soon after you sent it to me because a lot of the stuff that you sent me is like only like ten or twenty pages, but right. then there's other stuff that you sent me that's like full on books and full on like transcripts and stuff, which is awesome. Yeah, there's there's it's all out there on the interwebs. Yeah, well now it's all in my phone. <laughs> it's hilarious. But I have now marked it under the because it all did in one sync. I have just marked it under the Oracle. So it's easy. It's like the author is the oracle, and that is you. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh well, I'm I'm absolutely loving your your podcast project, man. It's awesome. Oh, thanks, dude. Thank it's you like, very much. I I do. You guys are always talking about stuff that interests me, and I always want to join in. So. <laughs> yeah, we we we're, we're trying to we're trying to like talk about some weird shit, um, just to get. People thinking a bit more. Yeah, no, and your your community you've got on Insta is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's gr it's growing quite well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so sweet, awesome. Um, next next week's episode is on phobias, like weird, right. weird phobias. So my um, daughter is super into weird phobias, and she oh, for sure. a long time tried to like create them for herself, but it hasn't worked too well. But she knows them all. She like has all the words for all the weird fears that everybody wow. has. Oh God, she should have been on the show then. Yeah, she's uh, she, she'll want to listen to that one. Yeah, well, um, it, it's it's quite it's quite funny because we obviously because we're talking about phobias, we end up talking about our own ones to start off. Um, and as you know, I'm absolutely fucking terrified of butterflies. Um, so <laughs> I I go into that story in detail. Um, is there a word for being afraid of butterflies? Uh, yeah, um, at the moment, I, I'm struggling to remember what it is. It's a very big word, but I just refer to it as being scared of winged bastards of death. Ah, the winged bastard of death. Yeah, that's, that's what I call Insomophobia. Yeah, something like that. All right. It's, it's, it's weird. In general, though, right? Just saying mm. you're afraid of... Into, yeah, interesting. I'm, I'm not afraid of bugs. Bugs are fine. Just butterflies, <laughs> no. Just butterflies. What about when they are caterpillars? Nope, fine. Fine as caterpillars. They can't fly at my face. All right, fair enough. Um, you know, it's this word, lepidophobia. Yeah, it's weird. It's lepidophobia. Like, yeah, it's I'm not, not that right. It's like not what you would think of when you're thinking I'm scared of butterflies. Oh, there's a phobia <laughs> wiki. This is the internet's a crazy place. Oh, mate, the, the, the there is phobias for everything. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure I came across that wiki page at one point. Yeah, I would guess so. Right on, right on. So, so Deacon, what's what's been going on? Man, I'm, for the last five minutes, I've been looking for my pipe, and I can't find it. So I'm a little pissed off. Oh um, no! I was kind of wanting to be high for this conversation. Yeah, uh, and now I can't find my papers either. So, oh Lord, the world's ending. I'll send you. I know, right? You're having a bad day there, bro. Jesus. Hold up. Hold let me, up. Let me. Let me regroup. Hold up. Let me regroup. I'm holding. Minute. I'm holding. 
So did you uh do do you go to the legal dispensaries there being in California now? How amazing no, is it? I don't have to. Nice. Oh, that's right. You said that yeah, they had a garden. She, grow, she grows gorilla glue here. Oh, that's my favorite. It's so that's awesome. we, we still don't have weed dispensers here, and it's upsetting. Yeah, they're starting to show up here. Vermont doesn't have one yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, it happens. Just the UK is pretty hard, though. <laughs> I just, I, I would just like to get high. Yeah. 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 Okay. Goddamn, you, Daryl. It's gone. Yeah, I haven't been high in so long. Oh. Oh. Fucking gone. Backpack, you're in here too. Dan, the man. Yep. Heck yeah, brother. How are you? What's up, Dan? What is that, fellas? How are you doing, bro? Pretty good, pretty good. How about each and every one of you? Oh, we're all right. It's two in the... Oh, oh, no, it's half two in the morning. I'm just chilling. <laughs> you know me, bro. Uh, we're keeping you up, aren't we? Oh, no, no. This is this is my fault this time. It's my job. <laughs> Hi, yeah. I hear that, Rex. Yeah. But uh, he was saying he wanted a here too. Water puppy's sitting here next to me. She's Hi. She's here. <laughs> what up? So, Dan, are you still traveling? No, I'm back home. Right on. How was your? Uh, you got to change your name to back home, Dan. Now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that it's the worst joke I've ever made, but I'm proud of it. <laughs> I'm proud of it for you saying it. Uh, got smiles on all of our faces, so you accomplished yes. what you were putting out there. Yay! <laughs> but um, kind of crazy, Rex. Kind of crazy in a sense. I mean, it's the first time I've ever got to like really travel. Travel. Yeah. And I mean, going half across the United States is pretty yeah. pretty awesome. Um. It's kind of crazy of a story I got, though. I mean, besides meeting beautiful Deacon over here, um, yeah. I got to um, trip on acid, actually, through four or five states. Nice. Dude, oh my goodness, let me tell you how fucking awesome it was, first of all. And it was kind of scary because I, I was out of my element, you know? Like, I'm traveling, I don't know where the fuck I'm at, but... Either or, um, we had gone through Colorado. We'd stayed stayed at Colorado for about a day and a half just to travel, like travel through the city and outskirts or whatever, and then went to Nevada and Arizona and all within like uh, twelve hours. Yeah, <clears throat> and um. It was kind of crazy because uh, on on my peak when I when I was first tripping traveling like just going, um, we ended up going through Las Vegas and had no idea where we were at. You know, just we were just exploring whatever. Well, we were down the main strip, I guess, of Las Vegas, and uh, you know, me, I'm just like holy shit! It's like New York almost to me, like looking, you know, and with all the lights and everything, it was just so hard not to get 
distracted, but we ended up pulling up through a movie scene or like a movie set. And like everybody was all chill. Everybody was outside smoking weed. Like just, I mean, you had nice ass cars like Lambos, everything else lined up. And here Not we cheap. are just twinkling like through it. And everybody was like, hell yeah, you got it. Well, we're driving my uh, partner's vehicle and it's a pretty nice souped up SUV with rims and stuff. And they hollered at us for a minute and stuff too. And it was pretty cool meeting those type of people and like not knowing who the hell, you know. It could be like we could have just got ourselves in trouble, but you know, filling through everything, it was really nice. They were really nice and invited us, but we were like, no, nah, we're trying to get to California as quickly as we can. Like, yeah, I'm so jealous. So we, made it, we made it from Kansas to California in 26 hours, Jeez. 26 That's... or 27, I believe. Yeah, impressive, Tom. That's straight through. Straight through, got to enjoy all of it. Bunch of pictures, bunch of pictures, but um, got to enjoy the scenery though for really what it was at that. Yeah. Something. I mean, the beautiful mountains. While I mean, while on acid, everything was just melting into each other, and like just it was beautiful. It was so freaking beautiful, like just watching yeah. the earth just be one with itself and just. Oh, it sounds so Maybe relaxing. one with it. Yeah. No, I've always wanted to do a desert trip because I've never done that before. And I highly recommend it. Um, I was with, I was wanting to stay in Utah. I'm not going to lie. I was wanting to stay in Utah out of like all the states I drove through. I was wanting you to stay in Utah and just watch the mountain. Uh, sorry, what? I said you want to be a Mormon? <laughs> a moment. Uh, no, no. I could, I, see, I could be I a good Mormon. Religious, religious views and sectors out there, though, and it was really nice to honestly see. Um, I mean, regardless of if people's beliefs and stuff, but just God's presence. Yeah, the place like, is amazing out there. I mean, it, it is. I mean, it, it could use a lot more water, but I mean. That's it. I mean, it's a lot. It's beautiful. For what it's what a review of the place. <laughs> Do you want to know what I created, though? I created this little thing, like in my mind, though. I was like, well, Utah's not too far from like a ocean. You all right, okay, Coffee McCofferson over there? Oh, I, I found I found my zigzag. <laughs> I, I got, I, I'll be honest. There was a subtle hint so, that gave so, it away. So, so I'm great. So I'm great. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I mean it's just uh it's it's beautiful what I created though because it was it's it's truly sad seeing so much of our highways crashed. Yeah. And I mean like it's not just some of it. I mean it's like it's crazy how much our highways are trash, and it's crazy. What do you mean? Sorry, what do you mean by that? By, by trash? Like, I mean, there's trash just trash really. The whole time. Oh, like as in like destroyed? Like, yes, yes, almost like yeah, medium oh, like everything. Else. And you know, driving through Colorado, you know, with a state that has legalized marijuana, you would figure the revenue would cover enough to 
fix up the highways or like have people out there just like just picking it up, you know? Yeah. But like Sadly, the more the more like... we drove, the worse it got. Oh, that was a sad. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that is sad. Here in Vermont, we have a uh, a day we have every year. It's like the <laughs> weekend of May, and they call it Green Up Day. And like everybody goes out and just picks up trash. But the thing that's always blown my mind about it was that there's so much trash. Like yeah. people fill bags and bags. And this is in Vermont where it's like crunchy and hippie. And like there's still just garbage everywhere. And luckily we clean it up every year. But the fact that it just it happens every time. <laughs> it's I mean, it's just the cycles of humans. I mean, it, I, we've got to do better, but we've also got to put out the the light for other people to follow. So I had a college teacher that used to say, he used to say that we should throw all of our garbage on the ground because when we put it in landfills, we hide it and people don't even think about the waste we create. But if we just threw it on the ground and banned landfills and said, your garbage, you have to look at it. People would like change the way they package things and, ship things and get rid of things right everything yeah that was a great way of looking uh interesting way he would say it and it was you know i went to school to be a hippie uh and all the all the other like students in the class were just floored by this guy because he was just like yeah we should literally throw our garbage on the ground because then people will see what a problem it is yeah blown away the problem is, Ooh, I, I have this feeling that if if you did that, people would see it as a problem. But then they would just like say, oh, it's someone else's issue. I've not got time to deal with that. And right. more and more people would feel like that. A different leaders so that that will fix it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, but yeah. what if you could start, what if you could start this beautiful little train slash trend that like just one person like if you're traveling you know and you're on on the highway or something just like pick up one piece of trash would you just like one 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 piece of trash per person just take that into consideration of how many people go in the highway yeah um, that's a good idea you get arrested i think but yeah they <laughs> make a lot of traffic <laughs> yeah. or you could like even create a little like a little vehicle for like the offside the highways like just have people Maybe go, now you're thinking you know? we need to make use of engines in the every day and not necessarily like maybe like a hybrid too so it's like helping the environment in the same process as well maybe that's a nice um, idea well i wouldn't say a hybrid helps the environment but it might not hurt it as much as much okay i agree with that thank you for the perspective change right there because they definitely that electricity comes from somewhere I always oh, just assumed man. that was a. I, I just always assumed that was a marketing thing. To be honest, half the time when you start saying that, oh, this is much better for the environment, like four or five years later, <laughs> you find out no, no, it's not. But who's yeah, it really no. better for the environment or for the human itself? It's right. better for the environment at the time. Yeah, when they release the marketing, the, uh... when they release the marketing materials for. Did y'all hear about the batteries Elon Musk uh, made out of hemp? They're supposed to be like. 50 times stronger than lithium. I'm oh, not, here wow. we go. Hemp here we go. Yeah. Elon Musk. Yeah, huh? I, 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 it was an article. Should I buy some Dogecoin too? Two months ago. Huh? 
Should I buy some Dogecoin too? Hey, 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 hey. I, I made $10 on Dogecoin. <laughs> Actually, I'm starting to uh, do stock trading tomorrow. Um, starting with simple trades, simple trading solutions. They figured out some fucking crazy algorithms. It's their own thing. So, uh, it's a good friend of mine's little brother that started it. He made like 400 grand last year. So I'm going to follow his little program. Cool. That sounds like fun. If the program's okay. free, send it to me. Well, well, it's not it's not free, but what happens is they give you a test account, and mm -hmm. if you hit the numbers for t within a month, you hit the numbers twice. They give you access to a fifty thousand dollar account to play with, as long as you follow the structure, and you get to keep a seventy thirty split on what's made because it's like it's it's an account they have for someone else, but they're That's just letting bad. you play with the money. So we'll see. I'll let y'all know if it works. Eh, let me know, it, let me know it if does, it works it, because I'm bored yeah. and could always use. It, it does earning cost money. money, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push it out there on anyone until after. I'm yeah, yeah, right on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This show's gonna start sounding like a pyramid scheme. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm down to listen to whatever anybody's doing. I work in real estate. I'm already in a pyramid. <laughs> Welcome Ooh. to the continue the conversation <laughs> reverse funnel system. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So backpack out of all your travels there, where was your favorite spot? What, what was the spot that did it for you? The spot that did it for me was oh man. Oof. I mean, I've I visited quite a bit. Um one of the most memorable, I mean the top three places is definitely Maholland Drive. Man on. Um, but I mean, top of the top of my favorite places that we did visit visit though was Oceanside, California. Hell yeah! That yeah. literally, I mean, and it's kind of it's kind of witty because, like, I mean, as growing up, we were like, oh, L.A. We should be beautiful, you know, like, we, all that. I mean, we went in there, and it was kind of very disappointing. Yeah, it, L.A. looks. Um, L.A. is exactly what you see on TV. That's the only place yeah. I've seen that. It's exactly what you see on TV. That's what it is. That, Thank yeah, God the only TV <laughs> show I've ever watched was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's all I'm watching, and that's all I know. <laughs> People think I'm joking about that as well, Trex. They think I'm joking. They don't know my love for Will Smith. <laughs> I can hear that. It runs deep. I love his motivation shit. Yeah. He's got some good talks. Him and yeah. uh, that show between him and his wife, though I forgot what it's called. But um, um, oh, oh, I knew the, the name of this at one point. Some it. red something, red room or something like that. But um, what they are doing together for us out here is absolutely beautiful. Um, what are they doing? They are um, basically bringing their experiences and their traumas up into light for people to view. But into two different perspectives, because I mean, in a relationship, you have a relationship, you have marriage, you have your children, oh. blah, 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 is, blah. But is this hey, this thing where they were talking a few, like it became a meme at one point over a year ago or something, where he, she brought up that she was sleeping with someone or some shit? I swear yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, had, yeah. Had an open marriage. Um, uh, they split up for about a year or two. Yeah. to find themselves pretty much again like reconnect spiritually with themselves but um 
they ended up getting back with each other and uh that's when they made that show and was like look like this is what happened this is like the trauma that i put on will this is the trauma that will put on jada and yeah yeah, yeah. wow that's cool but for but for them to open up on a live broadcast for other people to see yeah it is really a beautiful thing because hopefully it connects humans like oh well i have all this trauma like i can work through it now right. like i see i see the work in front of me maybe i can put that work in for myself yeah and often, i like i like the, the concept i like the concept people, uh, famous folks influencers whatever all we see is some fake thing it is cool to hear that there's something real now tell me this though for them putting all their trauma on display do they ever explain why they have raised some very, very questionable and stupid children? Um, they're hey, they're beautiful. Um, I'm sorry. Like I, I literally, uh, I didn't know I, I, literally I, I, single thing about their kids until this year. Like I didn't know like Willow and uh, what's the other kid's name? I don't even know. Jaden Smith, the no, mentalist, the absolute it. nutbag. How are mirrors real? If our eyes aren't real, that was true words, a true quote from that man. <laughs> I, I, I was just like, "What the fuck?" I mean, I mean, I know that people sprout some hippie bullshit from time to time, but that's a whole new level. Wait, what? What did he say? Hold on, hold on. What How are mirrors real if our eyes aren't real? You know that actually kind of makes sense. When you no, it doesn't. It doesn't. You You're high. Stop how it. The mind works. Hold on. I am high. I am I am high. I'm glad you admit it. <laughs> but but when you look at the mechanism of how the eye works, we actually see upside like if, if the, there's there's a mirror behind our eyes that mm -hmm. projects the world a different way. True. It, it's it's a play on words. I yeah, get it's, it. It's it's not really when the when the play on words <laughs> is how are they how are they real? When my eyes aren't real. Well, sorry, even though your eyes are, you know, making things go upside down, your eyes are still a thing, as is the mirror that you're looking at that also reverses the image. It is also a thing, <laughs> you know? So so I get your point, and I love that you're trying to see the spiritual aspect of it, but the words about it is it's real. <laughs> I respect your opinion. I just think it's crazy. <laughs> if you knew half the things that went through my head sir oh i know i know that's why i love you guys though you, 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 i'm the grounded one that you keep lifting but, up from time to time yeah we got you guys can actually see soon uh my first book's coming out later this later this week huh? oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah oh look at that cheeky little plug there yeah excited yeah. about it what's so, the name of the book yeah. oh sorry uh, uh, it's called Cosmic Di Cosmic Disclosure: Messages from the Creator. Ooh, Ooh and it I, is I have, good. I've yeah. got to speak. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to read that. I will admit. Yeah, it comes out soon. It's exciting. It's being put out there. I am. Yeah, I had about eight beta readers. I I, I haven't had any. Yeah, any, anything. Gerald, you'll uh, uh, yeah. you'll, you'll love it. I can't say much, and, but you'll love it. What, what have I done? What have I done? I couldn't hear that. I said I can't say much, but you'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> My unofficial review is it's great. 
Um, so yeah, Deacon, I wanted to hear, uh, hear that story that you had, uh, oh. shared with a couple of us before. Do you mind laying, okay. laying this story on us? I am, uh, excited to hear it. And sure. I know uh, people will walk to it. Okay. Yeah. I got 31% on my battery. I can walk away from the charger. Cool. Okay. All right. So, so buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, this is a good one right here. All right. I so. It. I've I've kind of been going through this pet these when when I left Boston about what is it about almost two months ago now something um, like that. I love how yeah, you forgot um, two months. <laughs> I can I, months no, I've I've been traveling. I've been I've been across the country just and yeah. and, and with nature the whole time. I was going to um, blame the weed personally. Uh, well, <laughs> nature is weed. Weed. Is <laughs> they safe. <laughs> but okay, so. Um, I was in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, before that, on the drive, I had a divine experience. You'll learn about that in the book. Um, but anyways, the um, my friend told me I had to go to Sonoma and and see the vort the vortices and go up there and meditate. So hmm. I thought, why not? I've never been to the vortices, seen a vortex or done any of that. So. I went up there. I brought my, uh, I was still writing my book at the time. So I brought my notebook, a big, it was like 1.5 liter bottle of water and my phone and started up the mountain. I uh, stopped at a few places, but then I got all the way to the very, as far as I could go by foot before I, like you needed to have rope, um, which was the second highest plateau that there was. And I just kind of laid there, went up, I've set my things down at the bottom of the ledge. And went up there and kind of laid there for like 45 minutes on my back and was just meditating. Fucking absolutely most amazing sight I've ever had on the top of this mountain. And I, I, you could feel the energy of the earth coming through the rock. Like it, as soon as you got into that meditative state, you like just reverberated with the whole earth. That that and, place is amazing. I can act, I can attest. I've been right there, and it is those vertices are just they're amazing. The energy off yeah. of that. Oh god! It's like yeah. a giant like vibration. You can like feel it. Like it's, it's so crazy. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, so I had a really 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 good meditation, and when I came out, I kind of jumped up, and I um, I I. I I was just so full of energy. I started going down the mountain and I grabbed my water bottle and my phone and started going down the trail. Well, I got about half. Oh, wait, wait. I got to back up. About 10 minutes before the meditation was over, I did have a random mantra, and this matters, uh, pop in my head that I'd never had happen before. And the mantra was this I surrender my ego to the love of the earth. And that just kept playing through my head. And then I came out of the meditation and this happened. So um, I realized I got about halfway down and realized I left my notebook. So I turned back around, went up the trail and got up to the top, grabbed my notebook and was so excited. Success got my notebook and didn't turn around to go back down. But I started going back down the way I wasn't supposed to. So I'll fill in for people that are listening that might not know this space. This is a giant bald rock in the middle of the desert. You can look it up. It's called Cathedral Rock. It's in yeah. Arizona. So, 
So trails are not necessarily like a trail. They're mostly <laughs> no, just a no. By They're footing. It's like, footing. <laughs> and they basically have like piles of rocks that they have wire cages around to kind of keep I'll, you. I'll, I'll post up pictures after the talk. Yeah, the yeah, but it's useful to know that this wasn't like an easy trail. You're on the side of a <laughs> giant rock. No. Yeah, that's a no. no beginner trail right here. Definitely. Oh, no. So. So once I get down, and as soon as I step step onto this footing, I realize I can't turn around. And the footing I'm at is at about a 110-degree angle, at, at, at least a 110-degree angle. And it's very steep. But that mantra was still going through my head, and I was just kind of dancing down the mountain, just kind of like finding my footing, just little bit it's like super steep like tippy toe steep if you know what i mean and i get almost to the bottom of the mountain like if it wasn't for this 25 foot drop off i would have made it <laughs> but I, I realized there was a 25 foot drop off and i couldn't there's no way i can go back up the mountain i'm just going to tumble down and slip and fucking die um so i I have about a foot left from the drop off where my where I like I, I'm dug into the mountain with my uh left foot and my left knee and I just lay all the all all of my weight on my ankles that I can and just like become one with the mountain for a moment. I threw my water bottle and uh, my notebook off the mountain because they weren't going to serve me. There's no way I, I needed to have those part, as part of the equation. Took my phone out, out of my back pocket, and I called 911. Told them where I was, and this lady was making things so much worse. Because oh, no. she, uh, she was like, oh, don't worry. You're going to be just fine. I was like, look here. I need to stay centered. I just need you to shut up. And this is me saying it nicely. Uh, I was using every curse word there was. Um, but as soon as she finally shut up, like 20 minutes later, I, I just I put my phone in my back pocket and just became one with with the this fucking mountain. For and this this was at 3:30 when when I called 911. They didn't get there. The The fire department didn't get there till 6 p.m. I'm hanging a foot from the drop Jesus. for two and a half hours. Wow. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they finally get there, and I'm staring at them for like 20 minutes before. They, they're like, they're not tossing me a rope. I'm looking dead at them. They could toss me a rope. Like all it takes is a second for someone to die. Like that, and uh, I, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> they wouldn't toss me a rope. I was giving a hard time, um, but I, I, that that mantra just kept going through my head, you know, that whole time, and I, I just became one with the earth. And when they find when they finally came down and got me down, they made me go back down to the parking lot. Oh, we're losing Dale Oh no, we don't want to lose you. No, he's the one telling the story. Well, I saw that Moose is on here. I'll, I'll at least pop Wait, in. Wait, what? Hey, Moose. Hey, Moose. 
I know he's driving right now, and I know he's also been working for 13 hours. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm, uh, hey, I'm guys. not driving. What's up? I'm riding. I'm riding in the back on the way back from Albany right now. I haven't even got off work. Holy crap! Like hour fourteen. Uh, close to it, I think. That's painful, man. Yeah. Painful. It'll be what it'll be. Yeah. Right on. I'll have a safety meeting when I get home. Hell yeah. <laughs> Gotta be safe. Gotta be oh, safe. Yeah. Um, you, how are you doing anyway, Moose? You good? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Golden. Good, 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 good. Hmm. I just keep hearing audio cutting in and out. Yeah. That, I think, is actually Moose's audio picking up. That's all right. It's a shame. Yeah. I'm but enjoying we, that story. I'm so bummed. That story is insane. He uh, he he stranded on the side of a cliff for yeah, it's insane. Two and a half hours, man. That's yeah, hard. when cliff, and then they get there, and you know they got I mean, the, rescue types. The way that that story has ended, it makes it sound as if he's already he's just fallen off the cliff. Yeah, at the moment, so it's like, oh no, what will happen next? There he came uh, back in. Let's see if we got him now. You got it. You here, Deacon? We got gotcha? you. No, I don't think he is. He's gonna. It's gonna be a cliffhanger. But um, um, um. Be a cliff. <laughs> that was a good pun. That was a good pun. Yeah, I, like I should have made that joke. Ah, uh, did yeah. I, I was not, I, I was alluding to the joke, but it never it never came through. <laughs> I'm just not bad enough yet, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, Rex, uh, were were you uh, watching along with me, uh, Lee, the other day though? Speak amongst those those guys. Oh, on the Mind Escape. Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. I, have you read his new book? I have not. I have. Oh, it's so good, guys! All of you get it and read it. It's uh, the book. So it's lucid dreaming. All um, right. It's called a visionary's guide to lucid dreaming, working or methods for working with the deep dream state by Lee Adams. Um, and it's you know a buddy of ours. So he's uh, he's he was the one that runs like tail eaters and stuff, which is a lot of lucid dreaming website and community. And this mm -hmm. book is super cool. Cause it's just like easy approachable. It's not like, uh, you know, here's what your dreams mean. It's more of here's how you're going to figure it out. Yeah. 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 I, I totally dig it. It's such a good book. And listening to him talk with Mike Maurice was awesome. Those guys, he's been on their show a bunch and that was a really good episode with them. It sounds I'm quite surprised interesting. This is the first one that I ran into. Uh, yeah, that. Sorry, Gerald. I feel rude. Go ahead. Oh, I know. I said it sounds interesting. That's all I said. My bad. I thought you were trying to talk. Um, no, no, no. But yeah, um, it was very interesting. A lot of the topics and key points that they were making in there. Um, I love the fact that Lee was trying to make it a little humorous. Yeah, and not so, and not so serious, and like, you know, but uh, 
Yeah, so his right. book, he like throws in his personal dreams, just like snippets from his dream journal. And it yeah. does that same thing. It just keeps it light. It's like his goofy ass dreams. But then, you know, using that to show you how he learned to understand his own dreams. Very cool. I'm I'm quite interested in that as a topic, so I'd love to read that to be honest. Yeah, it's a good one. And he also do I know you had on your show you talked about the sleep paralysis. And he also mentions it and he's very knowledgeable about the sleep paralysis stuff. Mm. He's a good uh source for a lot of that info. Yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna look into that because I wanna I wanna look into that as a subject a lot more. Um yeah purely because nick suffers from it yeah um well so from sleep paralysis anyway not so much right. lucid dreaming but um because he suffers from it he doesn't look into it as much as say someone who doesn't suffer into it because he's worried about triggering it in his own head um yeah. so i'd love to look into it for him and see if there's anything that we can do to yeah make him feel better about the whole scenario because like i've spoke to him on days after he's had an episode and it's uh oh it's it's horrible the feeling that he's got he normally goes from being quite a calm i mean you've heard nick you've you've heard him he's quite calm and collective with a, a little bit of a jokey personality on the side and then a day after he's had one of those trips he's uh he's like a completely different creature altogether yeah that's a it's just that's an insane condition i never even mm. until i never even heard of it really till recently yeah. it's Terrible. like sleep's my safe space you know what i mean it's like i, yeah. I hate i hope for anything to interrupt that in such a way yeah no i actually i in multiple times in my life i've got really into dreaming and the thing is i'm a stoner so like i smoke way too much weed to remember my dreams and uh, and at the same time though i sleep so well and i always have that yeah. i like messing with all that like if i stop smoking weed i'm gonna dream and i do immediately but i mess my sleep schedule up and then i don't feel the same and yeah gotta love rem yeah yeah but uh all right i think i'm back oh and the cliffhanger returned where Yay! was it you were hanging off the edge of a cliff like genuinely okay. hanging off the edge of the cliff. We are hanging on the edge of our seats and you're hanging on the edge of a cliff. Okay. Okay. So I'm on the edge of the cliff. There's a 25 foot drop off. Uh, did I, did I call 911 yet? Yeah, you yep. did that. Yep. Okay. I called 911. Did the fire department get there yet? Uh, yeah, at 630, 630, the fire department yeah. got there. Okay. So basically they wouldn't throw a rope down to me. Uh, and like I stared at him for like 20 minutes. They finally got down there and brought me down to the parking lot and I had to fill out a police report. So they ran my ID and made sure I didn't have any warrants. And I did not, of course, thank God, because they don't call me Lily white for nothing. Um, and <laughs> 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 no. So, uh, I gave. I told him basically the same story I told you guys, and then he was like, "Okay, well, you're free to go." And I started walking back up the mountain, and he was like, <laughs> yeah. "What are you doing?" <laughs> I was like, well, "I'm going back up the fucking mountain. I didn't come all this way to have it to, the whole experience ruined because of my uh, technicality of my stupid stupidity." 
and and put my music on and start skipping up the trail and people were just looking at me like I was ridiculous <laughs> and I didn't care. So did you find your notebook and water bottle? Yes. I did. Great. I did. I did. I did. That's he left the them at the top of the up. mountain. <laughs> no, I had thrown them all. I was, I was at the cliff part when that happened. Like I threw it I threw it off. So I knew where whereabouts. Like right I just couldn't I couldn't make that jump. That was a yeah. lot of rock. Yeah. And I but yeah, I'll post that pictures when uh I get off of here. That's that's insane. I, I I it makes me scared. I so I actually in college when I went to college to be a hippie, like I said, uh part of that was rope rescue and I worked for the local uh like squad doing uh like advanced rope rescue stuff and it was it was a lot of fun but i always like the people that were in those situations i would go in all like charged up because i knew i was going to get a play with ropes and then they would just be terrified and i just remember multiple times being like oh i need to come into this with a certain reverence because when you get yourself in a position like that like yeah. dude it's a, a different headspace Mm. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I had a little bit of an advantage. I had a little bit of advantage when I did it because, like, when I was going down the mountain, because I worked in the refineries for like six years, and yeah. like I was up on scaffolds all the time. Heights don't don't fucking scare me. And, yeah. But um, you just know your limit and where you can't. Yeah. Jump. <laughs> yeah. And, and at that moment, I had to surrender my ego and fucking just do it <laughs> I wonder how, many, how many people they have to save out there a year I, I bet wonder how, probably not as many as they lose yeah. um, that's what I was about to say it's, it's that dangerous it's that dangerous yeah now I get it if it takes them on an average I wonder what average it takes for them to get out there in situations like and they that they could install railing two and a half. yeah that's creating jobs that's creating jobs <laughs> I get it. I get it. That's a weird. That's a weird argument that I can take both sides on for sure. I just think you're all fuck. I think you're all fucking crazy. Yeah. No. So I love. Yeah, rock. I love you guys. I love. <laughs> I think ropes are important. <laughs> oh. Oh my. That's, a, that's a viewpoint you can take to the bank. There, ropes are important. Ropes are important. I'm gonna use them. There's a, there's an episode title right there. But I know I know Ram that was terrifying and yet at the same time that connection that you had oh. just like you know Oh my gosh it was oh, yeah. it was the most one of the most beautiful moments yeah. of my life. <laughs> Which yeah, is I awesome. I appreciate you sharing that to be honest mate it was a great story. Yeah it's, that's a Thank situation. You. So then you uh you left there and traveled to Cali, and you've now been in Cali and enjoying uh, it. Yeah. Um, on my trip up, uh, I did stop. And I met I met with Dan right there in San Diego. Uh, oh yeah. That was a that was a that was a nice meet. Um, mm. yeah, good people right there. If you ever got if you guys ever get to meet Dan, he, he's a shit. Him and Jessica are good people. It's on my to do list. It is on my to do list. Yeah. I swear, Gerald, it's on my. You don't have to tell us about your dreams. fantasies. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> we've got we've got so many things we have to accomplish. Ah, damn <laughs> Yeah, you need uh, you guys need to do a new tour next. 
Come see it up here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trex is getting jealous. <laughs> oh, Rex. Now, I love my partner, we're talking though. The next time we travel, we're going to the East Coast, so you'll be on our stop. I don't know when, but yeah. no, I'm I'm still trying to figure out traveling now too. I'll, I'll figure it out soon. So here, you when you guys want to hear a funny situation, a friend I'd of love to always. Speaking of you know traveling, makes me think of all these restrictions and stuff, and I've been battling with this whole thing that I want to go to Italy and I have the opportunity to go to Italy and to do so I need to get a vaccine. And yeah. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm just cautious and slow to follow a crowd. And I've been doing and a I bunch of wanna, yeah. And I, yeah, I just didn't have a need to until I realized I had to to be able to travel where I wanted to travel. So mm-hmm. Now I'm looking at getting this vaccine and, you know, that's a pain in the ass to research that. And we've talked about it some in the group. But then the other day, a friend of mine has a a doctor's appointment for, well, his wife has a doctor's appointment for a uh, prenatal visit because they're having a baby. Well, it turns out he can't go to the prenatal visits until... He's vaccinated. He's vaccinated, isn't that insane? What? Yeah, I can, like, I can sort of, I can sort of see where they're coming from there. Though, what about her? What about her? Is she didn't vaccinated. vaccinated? No, she doesn't she... have to be. Yeah, but right. she exactly. she has to. If anybody has to attend that appointment, it has to be her. Um, so that's why that makes sense. True. Whereas technically, the dad, as nice as it is to have him there, is a secondary party in that he's not. Needed yeah, per se, but she done. definitely is. Yeah, his yeah. job's already done. Yeah. Um, I will say for someone who has now had a second COVID jag, um, nothing bad happened. I'm right. still me. I'm still fine. I'm, I'm gonna change. I yeah. I'm not saying that I'm afraid I'm gonna get sick at the sight of the injection at the time it happens. I'm yeah. just cautious. I there no there seems to have been caution thrown to the wind with our scientific method right now, and I want to remain cautious. Yeah, no, I I fully understand that. I was I was disappointed that I didn't gain any like superpowers or anything. Um, but are you sure you didn't, Gerald? No. Well, I have checked. I've been trying to blow up things with my mind for the better part of two weeks now. Um, You've been trying to do that for years. Well, yeah, but if there was ever going to be a chance of it working, it would be after the vaccine. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I still, as of yet, have not caused a single fire. So wait, um, what, what jab did you get? I got the Pfizer one, or however right. you pronounce it. Um, because the other ones were getting so much controversy, not just from you guys, but yeah. from, um, funnily enough, Italy and Germany as well. Yeah. Um Italy basically said that Johnson and Johnson one, they're not going to take it. And they had already had about a hundred thousand doses delivered to Italy. And then they announced, yeah, we're not taking these. Then they Italy doesn't take. So I need to make sure not to get that one. Yeah. So Italy didn't want it. I I can't remember the reasoning, but they didn't want it. Um, They were sent a hundred thousand doses and then Italy and their divine wisdom, rather than send them back, just decided not to store them correctly. Um, so 100,000 vaccines were wasted. Um, they then sent them another one, 
which they then went, nope, we don't want these ones, and sent them to Germany. And Germany was just like, well, fuck it, we'll take those. Yeah. Um, so they're all picky. Um, and because all these different countries were being like, oh, we don't want this one, we want this one, and blah, 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 it ended up being that the only one that you could get for about three weeks in the UK was the Pfizer one, because we just thought it was easier. <laughs> like, no one was really saying anything bad about it, so we went, yeah, we'll just buy these in bulk. Yeah, oh my. Interesting. So, the amount of admin that goes into buying these damn things is the thing that I think annoys people the most. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's all new. I'm glad people are, you know, thinking it through, even if it's just a cursory thought, you know. Mm. I'm glad they're somewhat. But I didn't realize that. I now need to look into that. What, what does Italy want me to have? Because that's literally the only reason I'm getting this thing. Literally, I'm going to be honest. If you want to sum it up as simply as possible, the only thing Italy doesn't want you to have is COVID. Um, <laughs> assuming you don't have that, you're absolutely fine. Um, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Um, <laughs> it's all you need, bro. I don't know what's funnier, the joke itself or naked laughing. <laughs> but, oh, they're good. But no, to be honest with you, um, any vaccine will do for for Italy as long as you've got. I don't know if yous are actually going along with those ridiculous passport thingy majigs. But if you are, if you've got one of them, you'll be absolutely fine. Um, whether or not you actually want to travel at the moment, I do. That, that's a different story. I mean, I'm not saying that you you shouldn't travel to Italy. I'm just saying I think the timing is really bad on that because um, at the moment, it's the, the world, especially the European world, is changing constantly. Like, for one minute, it'll be fine. And then the next minute, you're on a no-fly list. Like your entire country's in a no-flower list for absolutely no reason. And then when that happens, you end up getting stuck in that country for however many weeks. Um, and it's happening constantly. I'm not saying it's happen happening to Italy at the moment, but there's every chance that it could because yeah. Germany just went into a week-long shutdown. Portugal just just came back out of a three-week shutdown. It just it, it just at random it happens. So I, I honestly I wouldn't even bother traveling until this whole thing had properly calmed itself down. Yeah. No, well, my trip isn't for like next week, but uh yeah, it's coming up. But in saying that, when it does happen, I hope you have a lovely time. Well, that's just it, is I'm not gonna be I, I'm just gonna do my thing and enjoy myself whether or not things are crazy or closed or whatever i want to go and see it so well whereabouts in italy are you supposed to be going well the plan if things are open would be rome and then Lovely. uh then head to tuscany no very nice very nice if things are crazy and closed we'll just end up in the hills of tuscany and spend a bunch of time there mountain you know, and hiking and all that stuff I can think of worse ways to spend my time, to be perfectly honest. Exactly. I, I give you my step, stamp of approval on all, all, of the, all of those options. I've never been. It's one place that I can't even say was high on my bucket list, but the opportunity showed itself. And I'm, I mean, Italy does Italy does have my favorite place in the entire world in it, um, and I would spend all my time there if I could. And that was Florence. Florence is absolutely gorgeous and an absolutely amazing place to be. Um, I'd, I'd go there tomorrow if I was allowed. Yeah, yeah. 
It's just a shame about all the Italians, though. Ah, well, I'm next to New Jersey. I'm used to that. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. That is a very good point. But uh, at least the pasta's better. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I, I'm keto, so that the pasta doesn't really uh, tempt me too much. Oh, I, I love pasta. The mountains. The mountains. <laughs> the mountains. The mountains. The pasta. The pizza. Oh, you can't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> And the wine. I do like a good yeah, Italian wine. I will wine. definitely enjoy some wine while I'm there. That will happen. Yeah. I hope you get to go though. I hope I hope I it does me too. like work out when, well and when you is do this get to, to happen. Go. The end of the summer, early fall. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Thinking about making a vlog by chance while you're out there? A travel sure. vlog that could be fun. Ooh. Never done it before. See, because I had that idea, but I, I I thought about it too late. You know? <laughs> I had that idea, but I got really high. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for putting it in my head. I might actually do that. It's a great idea. If Absolutely. I were you, I'd start, I'd start writing on the plane just so it started. Yeah, that's a damn good idea. The hardest yeah. part of running is always putting your shoe on. So Exactly. Um, and let's face it, it's going to be a long flight. Yeah, well, how many how many hours is it? Uh, saying it's like twelve across the pond. Yeah, it's uh, depending on wind and everything else. uh, You're looking at a bare minimum of like twelve thirty. Yeah, and then that's if you get a direct flight as well. That's yeah, that's if you are going into and it could be a day or so. It's, I've uh, done it. I've done it not to Italy, but to that, you know, that side of the world a couple times. It's always it's always a long one. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, well, I mean, at least you're at least you're going somewhere fantastic and you're not doing that for something as crappy as say Britain. Well, that's the thing, is one of my bucket lists would be to go to Liverpool. <laughs> I I know, brother. I know, but as I've said, as nice as it is, there's better things to do. <laughs> no, like I, I've told you that that spot there, uh, whatever that area is called, the lakes or the Lake know, District. Lake District. That place is I've wanted to see it for a very long time. Yeah, place. I definitely got it. It's got a lot of lakes in it. Yeah, that's, that's what it sounds like. I am excited yeah. about that. That's, that's it's why it's called it's that. <laughs> Yeah, you can get into our house. You can go and see it, but it's. I'm it's, gonna. It's... it's in a really weird like position. Really. Yeah, it's in a really odd place to get to it, but once you're in, it's lovely. Yeah, right on. Sweet. Oh, good. Well, hey, thank you guys for hopping on here tonight, and Deacon, thank you for your cliffhanger story. It's. Uh, <laughs> They saved you, and I'm glad your book uh, then was born out of, you know, those experiences. Yeah. So I thank you for giving us an actual cliffhanger during the story. I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> it, it was not intentional, but it's hilarious. <laughs> awesome. Well, I love you guys, and uh, I hope you all have a lovely night. Gerald, go to bed. I'm planning on it. Three o'clock in the morning. It's quarter past three, actually, but who's counting? 
Nah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm cool with that. I love you guys. Love you. I'll catch you later. Love you Much later. Love you later.